Joe presents Baz and Andrew's House of Rugby, together with Guinness. Hello and you're welcome to Baz and Andrew's House of Rugby on Joe, together with Guinness. Um, Jenny, we had, a, we had a lifeline sent to us, didn't we, by Wales at the weekend. We're back in the game. Six Nations is on. Six Nations is more or less ours again, isn't it? Um, yeah, it's pretty much ours. Then why is everybody why is everybody hating Ireland? We get a bonus point win in Italy, and then we're the bad guys. People just like to hate on the reigning champs. We're spoiled. We are spoiled. Are the team crap or are the supporters spoiled? <laughs> spoiled the little team brats are definitely not crap. <laughs> um, and the sport supporters, oh, I'm not going to say anything bad about them either because there's more of them. They're not them. crap. They're not crap. Um, no, it's just kind of like, like you said, we're spoiled for choice and when we don't have a near perfect game, like panic buttons are pressed and it's suddenly like, oh God, the World Cup, all oh, the Six Nations, it's still fine. Like the guys got back after a tough loss against England. They ground out a win against Scotland. It wasn't the nicest of performances today, but it's still a bonus point win away from home against an Italian team that I think is personally doing really well. Like, we racked up in the last three, four years over 50 points on them on that team. And the, the gap was like, I think on average, Pat was saying 34 points. They've shortened that gap now. So they, they only lost to Scotland by 13, um, 12 or 13, Wales by 11 and Ireland by 10. So... They are getting better, and like it wasn't, it wasn't our best day at the office. The spread was thirty, so I think everybody's kind of well. I think Italy are getting better. So, <clears throat> um, Irish rugby supporters' reaction is never, um, well, aren't Italy brilliant? It's always the opposite. It's always well. It's more so recently because we've been playing well, um, and it's it's always kind of critical of of the lads, isn't it? I wonder, whenever uh, Ireland beat New Zealand in the autumn. What the New Zealand's press, what their reaction was? Would they would they be slating their lads, or would they actually be kind of sensibly saying, "Listen, Ireland are on fire at the minute"? You know, obviously Italy can't really compare, but still, um, it's just strange, isn't it? And we're we're so we're spoiled brats. Yeah, and I and maybe we're not used to being in that position of like number two in the world. You know, we've carried that underdog kind of card for so long. Maybe we've kind of gotten used to it and then when suddenly it's flipped and we are favourites going into not just games but tournaments again like that sense of unease and panic if something doesn't go particularly right it's a, it's a bonus point win yeah. it's grand and we are still thanks to Wales yeah. in with a shot of getting some silverware I know. anytime uh, Jacob gets the ball and doesn't score a try that is disgraceful behaviour couldn't agree with you more. Who do you think you are not scoring tries every time oh, you get the ball? What a waste. <laughs> yeah. Like get your finger oh, out. He's absolutely on fire. I know. Like and then like a break right at the end as well. It's just like not to like that pace. And like he doesn't he he's obviously going fast, but he doesn't look like he's going yeah, he's just a speedster. He's just like how many he's top ten now, try he's in the top ten of Irish try scorers of all time, isn't he? He's yeah. like catching up on you. Oh. Yeah, everyone's catching up on me. Well, Even still, Murray's catching up on me. Still, still up there. Still beat the All Blacks on your own. Yeah, yeah. Single handedly. Hurt your back doing that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Carrying the team. Yeah. yeah. We've got um, a friend of mine's coming in to see us later on. Um, Craig Gilroy. Um, wow. Sound. 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 I think you'll like it's him. Not a convincing sound. <laughs> I think you'll like him. Okay. Uh, I told my wife earlier on. Um, Craig's coming on the show, and she said, "Oh, she goes." Don't be getting too silly and giggly. <laughs> Which I think, Craig, I think that's a compliment. Yeah. Yeah. Been hearing it for years. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, no, anyway, Craig's going to come on later on. Uh, well, he's right there, so he can't really talk. Craig's going to... Uh, oh, he's not there. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, he's going to come on and give us his breakdown of where he thinks this Irish team are at. More importantly, he's going to tell us some funny stories about teammates. So, Perfect. Yeah. Dob the minute. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So anyway, we'll get back to the rugby. What about um, what about a few guys um, who got opportunities, like the Jordy Murphy, Alton Delan, um, Kilcoin. Kilcoin went well. Yeah, I thought I thought three of those really solid performances. <laughs> um, like I, I think we did miss some of our bigger ball carriers, like Stander. I was great to see Henderson coming on, um, but maybe that kind of. I guess lack of physicality at times was a bit telling. Um, 
I, I, I think it was a tough day at the office for Sean Cronin, mm-hmm. if I'm honest. Um, I don't really know the goings-on of line-outs, but it was... And you can't, you can't blame the hooker for... You could, it'd be either overthrows or mistiming. I wasn't too sure, but it's never good when you're going off at 48 minutes. Do you know, that's like... That's not where you want to be. I'd, yeah. I'd imagine he'd be pretty disappointed. He'd be gutted, I'm sure. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. I, I, um, he's waited a long time for his first start in Six Nations, and yeah, I'm sure he'd be disappointed. The one, I think the one that you're probably thinking of there, the one that looked like an overthrow, I can't remember who it was, was in the air, but they, they seemed to drop very quickly. Mm. And I felt it looked like, I, I don't think, again, who knows, I haven't a clue yeah. really if I'm, ta- if I'm honest about lineouts, but it looked like he dropped quite quickly. It might have been Omahani, was it? I'm not too sure. Again, I don't know I'm not too sure. And again, like lineouts, and like I, I wouldn't be able to kind of look at it and be like, oh yeah, that's definitely where that went wrong. Yeah. But like again, it's the hooker is the easiest person to blame in that yeah. scenario from from an onlooker. So yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's the lazy conclusion to jump yeah. to, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but yeah. Anyway. No. Um, but obviously, um, uh, Andrew Conway got a bit more game time as well. That's hard. He, yeah. he coming in. I think he was really late into camp as well, and then having to go on early. Yeah, to go change on. the position for Earls is difficult for him as well. I missed this actually. I came back in and I couldn't understand why Conway and Earls were on the pitch at the same time because I nipped out into the kitchen because um, Mummy was making um, Nutella pancakes, <laughs> <laughs> and I and I was starving. So um, so you giggled like a little. Yeah, little, yeah. I was like, oh. That, get some for Craig. That's perfect. For yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I got my Nutella pancake, came back in, and I just couldn't couldn't work out what had happened. Ideal yeah. pancake topping. Side note. Yeah. Like a welcome just, side note. Yeah. Enough rugby for one week. Like, are you going Nutella <laughs> with strawberries? Nutella with bananas? Nutella. This one was Nutella with bananas. Okay. Now that I felt like that just got me going. Okay. That got me into pancake mode. Yeah. Back to the kitchen, and then by this stage, um, uh, Anna had finished and making pancakes for the kids. Mummy or Anna? Oh, sorry, uh, mommy. Mommy. <laughs> mommy. Okay, yeah. <laughs> the kids had all, had enough pancakes, and I was like, I'm still hungry for pancakes. Yeah. So um, fluffy, thin. Um, fluffy enough, yeah. Not a crepe. Okay. So a hybrid. It to sounds... be fair, that one I was making myself, so I didn't. I'm, I'm not dictating the terms. Oh no, I'm making a fluffy one here. I'm making whatever comes out. Okay, it has to be cooked. Yeah, because I forgot to put butter on and I had to scrape it at the bottom. Oh, so. This doesn't sound great. Yeah, I know. I made up for it. Pancake was crap. I just put more Nutella on. <laughs> that was fine. Classic, just smother. <laughs> yeah. And forget. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so anyway, came back in and I couldn't understand what had happened. Anyway, so uh, Bundy got a bang in the head, did he? Yeah, like twelve minutes in and like. Again, that's probably one of the most difficult positions to slot in with the bench that we had. So, yeah, Farrell had to move in, and then it was Earlsy at 13, Conway coming in, and again, like late camp and kind of all that compounded to maybe make a, a performance that it didn't really click. And it was that's understandable. Like, we know Earlsy's he's, so, he's solid on the wing, he's world class winger, 13, even though he's played there a few times it's, it's definitely not he's not well, he's not known as being the most vocal I, thought he, looked, I thought he looked busy though he was yeah he got around a lot of involvement yeah. and then, so Farrell went to 12 then obviously yeah so then again that's another guy who's out of position as well I thought he did well no they, they did really well considering like the amount of shifting and stuff they had to do yeah. Earls took his try really well <clears throat> yeah. like that guy's got some of the best footwork on the island yeah. like it is a hot stepper um, and that was really good, kind of like an individual try coming from nothing. Yeah. Well, no, they were they were building, but it was like a serious piece of skill from him. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then yeah, there was there was still st- like strong performances, but again, I I can't imagine any of the guys would have been like really tapping themselves on the back, yeah. being like, "Oh, we were class today." But it was it's kind of job done. Have a week, which is nice, and then build to. What yeah. was a really impressive France team? Yeah, um, few um, decent performances um, from uh, from the Italians as well. Hayward was going unbelievably well. Um, Esposito was going well. Oh, I called him Esposito, but actually Barry and I were talking about this in a previous episode. Um, uh, Fofana became Fofana at one stage. Lamont, Sean, and Rory became yeah. Lamont, and then uh, Esposito has become Esposito. I swear, like everybody was calling him that. The uh, Nick Mullins commentator and then Drico 
Um, <laughs> Draco called him uh, Esposito as well. I was going, oh, is he any relation to Esposito? I don't know, but now that's, as I was trying to pay attention, but that song was just going on the back of my mind as well. So I was like, just nod your head and pretend it's really interesting. Espo- yeah, sorry. Oh, yes, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah sorry. Yeah. No, that's well, fine. Like, whatever you said, yeah, I agree with. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I should have known there was something going on in your head. Oh, no, Actually, I was you were just kind of glazed over. You were just glazing yeah. and smiling. It was like, great song. Great anyway, song. so uh, probably the the Wheels England game was kind of more of a more of a proper test match, wasn't it? That was like I was. I felt sore watching that game yeah, afterwards. Yeah. It was just absolutely brutal. Yeah, unbelievable performance from Wales. Yeah, and it looked like the first forty minutes. England, you were kind of like, oh, they could they could tip on here and maybe pop a few more scores. But in fairness to to Wales, they really backed their fitness. Yeah. Like because <clears throat> England were putting huge line speed and pressure when Wales had the ball, but then like territory, they kept the ball really well, um, and they were they dealt with well Farrell's kicking in the in the second half in particular. It kind of went a bit wayward, and it wasn't as sharp as it had been in the first half or in the previous two games. Yeah. So, and that definitely helped Wales as well. And then they just, like, we know Warren, Warren Gatland likes to keep the ball alive. There was a serious amount of phases there, and that's a very, very fit Welsh team. Like, their try that ended with Corey Hill, 35 phases, um, every single Welsh player took the ball into contact at some stage, except yeah. for the nine. Um, and the ball was was kept alive for four minutes and seventeen seconds, yeah. which is a disgusting amount of time to yeah. defend. No or, thanks. Yeah, I'm like, nah, pass. Nah. Yeah. Nah. I'll Retirement. Be... Thank you. <laughs> Cheers. I'm like, I'll be on the what bike rehabbing. <laughs> Not today. Yeah, yeah. I don't think so. So like, that's that was unbelievable. And then huge amounts of skill. That aerial. That like Anscombe thought did well, but when bigger came onto the field different level again the guy just plays in those big games yeah he just hits another level you said this before actually as well mm. you think you think bigger should be getting ahead of Anscombe I think bigger was carrying a knock probably why he maybe wasn't starting yeah and even though Anscombe's going really well with yeah. the Blues this season and he's had some like stellar performances those big moments it's nearly it's always bigger that 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 backs himself and does it like aerial kick across. Bigger moments. Bigger moments. Yeah. You should look in the camera and say that. No. <laughs> Do it. If we can, if we can get rid of that, if we can edit that out, Pat, that'd be great. <laughs> Cheers. And then, so uh, then, obviously, I watched the Scotland France game as well. I saw every minute of Six Nations this weekend. Nice. Yeah, I'm all rugby out. I was actually I was at the Ulster game on Friday night as well, commentating, and it was terrible. It was so. So crap. Um, uh, Zebra were really struggling. They've obviously lost loads of guys to, to Italy, and it was it looked like Ulster. They're in cruise control, you know. They're mm. kind of scoring tries whenever they wanted to, and then they just anyway. Did they rack up fifty something? Did they rack up. Yeah, like? but both teams were bored. Zebra knew they were beat. They just okay. wanted it on the bus, and then they had a um, Fijian six who was just so bored. He was running around smacking people off the ball. Because he just couldn't be bothered playing rugby anymore, and they wanted the boss, and then Ulster just wanted to get they got got their bonus point, and then anyway that was game over. So that uh, was the, definitely the low point of the weekend. Six Nations was great. The other one, the other game we haven't talked about is the France Scotland game. Uh, France kind of back from the dead a little bit. Um, Scotland were poor enough, were they not? Yeah, like I know that you can you hear them talking about like all the amount of injuries and stuff they had, which is fair enough, but. Ireland have had a serious amount of injuries, and like I know there there might be more depth. We have definitely got a lot of depth, but like that was that's not the performance you want. Yeah, um, I didn't think it would be that that much of an issue. I thought Peter Horn would be fine. Uh, obviously, the big injuries, Finn Russell and Stuart Hogg. I thought Peter Horn would be fine. I think he's mm. a good player, and um, uh, Kinghorn. Is that his name? Yeah, like he he's been tearing it up for Edinburgh mm. this year as well. So I thought they'd be grand, but. They were poor enough. Adam Hastings came on and played really well. And Ali Price came off the bench. The two um, 9 and 10 came off the bench. I thought gave them something. But, yeah, they kind of struggled a little bit. When Bastro has the confidence to chip and chase <laughs> yeah. in a Six Nations game, yeah. Doesn't just, bode well. Yeah. 
and it, he took it really well too. It led to a really good try out wide for France. I know. But I, I had to rewind and be like, he just he just chipped and chased there. Like, I thought it looked um, clum- a little bit clumsy. But it, when it worked, so it, it, it was yeah. It was grand. I know, yeah. yeah. End result. I'll take that. Yeah. So what about, uh, will we make any changes for the France game? Um, I'd say so. Well, like, injury-wise, I'd imagine, I well, like, Aki should be cleared and kind of good to go. Yeah. Um, I thought Farrell had a solid game considering the amount of moving that he had to do. Yeah. Coming back from a knee knock. But I th- I'd say if, if Ringrose is fit, he'll probably slot back into that 13 position. Is, I don't know. Is Ringrose more likely to be fit than Henshaw? <sighs> I think so. Pat? Pat! <laughs> Pat the meatloaf! <laughs> they were saying that. Um, pancake! <laughs> it was one of those ones again where it was like Schmidt often says, if we had to play Robbie Henshaw, we could have. Yeah, okay. You know, he, does, he says that all the time. Like, if yeah. we had to, we'd play him. So Henshaw's supposed to be cl- very close. Like, okay. Um, but Ringrose probably. I think the two of them could be back, though, and back oh, really? in the mix. Like, we've got another two weeks. Like, so um, I think both of them could be back available. So. It'd be great to see the two of them in again, but they, geez, they would have gone a long time without playing a game, especially yeah. especially Henshaw. And then I and I don't think that you can take, I don't think you can remove Aki from like even like Farrell is a huge physical presence in midfield. Aki is too. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I think if Aki be fine, I'd I'd have him back in that twelve jersey first, and then depending on who's either training well or what they kind of. What they want from the game, it's Henshaw or Ringrose in a thirteen. Like that's nothing against Farrell either. He had like a, he had an all right game today. I thought he went well. Yeah, went really well. Yeah, so I don't know. Mm. Jury's still out. Yeah, and um, what about would Carberry get a run or would what about Kieran Marmion's coming back in or would Cooney get a go? I don't know. Um, I don't know. Like I I I imagine that Murray is going to start again. Um, I think I think Cooney will probably. Stay on the bench, but then like he, he only got minimal amount of minutes today. Um, I, I thought I, I thought we'd see more. Maybe if the game was a little bit more open and we had a bit more breathing room, yeah, he would have come on earlier. Same with Jack Carty getting his first cap. I think he was only on the pitch for four or five minutes. Um, yeah. so that's kind of either like they want Murray and Sexton to get as many minutes as they can together because yeah. it's been a bit fragmented that way. He made that point, I think he was saying when Wheels um, played Italy, they, they had a lot of guys with a lot of game time so they needed breaks but for a lot of our lads they kind of need more game time so yeah, yeah, they're still trying to play them. They're, they're still you know, not quite where they were in the autumn when they were peaking, kind of all blacks um, so they're probably just trying to play them until things click a little bit more but I'm sure it's not a million miles away but no, and they, they've played they've played together numerous times before. I can't imagine it would take too long to gel either. Like, and yeah, the more minutes, the kind of better as well. Yeah, so, it was, yeah. and again, it wasn't perfect performances from. Well, it never is from any player across the board. But more minutes under belt, your belt, you get a bit of confidence going into yeah, yeah. a slightly ropey French team at times, who are now starting to play some nice it's bad timing, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I think it's. Like, even how the fixtures fell for us, it wasn't great timing either. Like, England came out of nowhere and took us by surprise. I think even when we had them in the second game, we might have been like, okay, we know what they're about. Um, It was the perfect storm, wasn't it? Yeah. England shattered our confidence, and then everybody else kind of picks the bones of us. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. Kind of feeds off that. And we still are in title contention. That's the thing as well. Yeah. Like, I know we've got, like, two tough games, especially, like... Before the tournament, I was thinking like, oh, mightn't be a Grand Slam decider, but I do think that last game with Wales and Ireland is pivotable. Pivot is... It's pivotable. Pivotable. <laughs> it is. Pivot- I mean, it's piv- what, there's even not- was, what even was I trying to say? <laughs> Something beginning with P. Pivotal. Yeah, we're, we'll go with yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. that'll, that'll do us for part one. Great, we'll end on that. We'll Sorry. end on a high. Sorry, Johnny. <laughs> that's, that's my fault. I, I didn't, <laughs> no, it's not pivotable. No, but I didn't need to make a big song and dance about it. Sorry for doing that. <laughs> Very unprofessional. Oh, Sorry. That's Grant, you nailed the Rocky theme tune last week. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a final countdown. Yeah. No one on Twitter gave me a hard time about that. It is, it's gone completely unnoticed. All right. So. Nothing chewed in their gra or anything like that? No, no, no. Nothing. No, no, no. <laughs> 
100%. Anyway, that's part one. Uh, join us for part two where um, Craig Gilroy is going to spill the beans. <laughs> so he is. <laughs>
Nah, it went really well, so I was, I was happy. Happy days. So over the next two or three weeks, then you'll ramp up, and you're maybe, what, four weeks away from playing? Probably four or five weeks, yeah. Okay. So, see how I go this week. Maybe I can push on to, obviously, the Alter G, you know, takes your body weight down, so I can... Yeah. If if this week I get to to run it on my own, yeah, what body? <laughs> on my own. Oh, Twenty seven years old, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> run on my own. <laughs> um, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, what uh, body percentage or body weight percentage were you running at then? I started at sixty percent uh-huh. and put it up to eighty. I actually felt more comfortable at eighty. Do you know sometimes mm. in those machines, it almost assists you too much and sort of takes you out of your your running pattern. Yeah, would you ever just ramp it up so it's you're nearly like, oh, this is how Neil Armstrong feels. <laughs> yes. That's cool yeah. as well. well, well yeah. Tommy, Tommy Bo did that didn't he? Say, yeah. on the what was that documentary? Uh, the Science of Tommy. Yes, and it was funny until he was you know coming out of the machine. Yeah, he and, got thrown over the handlebars <laughs> yes. on the treadmill. And it was Phil Glasgow. Who's now, I think, the head uh, physiotherapist with RFU was, uh, was working with him at the time at, at Sinai of it Ulster, and I think he yeah, was on yeah, hand to sort yeah. of uh, get it back down. Yeah, I think Phil, I kind of have this impression that Phil was like talking to the camera and this was going on in the background. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And then Phil's like, Tommy, stop mucking about, you're going to get me sacked. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tommy, huh? Tommy. Oh, my birthday the other day. I know, yeah. We sent him a video, didn't we? Yeah. Did you send him a video? Um, no, he blocked my number. <laughs> yeah, he, <laughs> he does that. He yeah. probably blocked ours as well. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Never got a reply. Mm. Anyway. Um, but uh, anyway, so you're sorted then. You're going to be back in a few weeks' time and <sighs> look forward to seeing you. Probably a bit more than a few, but yeah, getting there. Back yeah. running, so. We, we, we all miss. We miss the Gilroy hit and spin. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. I miss it too. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. Hopefully I can still do it. <laughs> yeah. Have you enjoyed... Like, has it been almost like a little bit of a sabbat, not sabbatical, like just a wee bit of a break to kind of take a breath? Have you had any hobbies that you've discovered in your time off? Or, do you know, have you, have you, has it been nice to have a break, get away from the lads, get away from the routine? We, we sometimes talk about this with, with maybe smaller injuries, you know, a couple of weeks, you can kind of sort of rejuvenate yourself and, and get a good bit of training under your belt. But it's probably, you know, it's coming on about four months now, so it's probably a bit too long. You know, it's it's a bit yeah. uh, bit more long term. So there has been games, you know, I've been watching and I've been getting itchy feet and I just, I'm now at that stage where I'm just, I'm just dying to just to hold the rugby ball and just to get back playing. Yeah, well, the issue with yours was that it was... A couple of weeks, and it was a couple of weeks more. Exactly. So you never actually had a period here where I can kind of exactly. Off. So a lot of injuries, you can go right. That's four to six weeks, or that's six to eight weeks. I I just didn't have a real like return you to play a date. Like exactly. Like a date. And then when the date is there and gone, and you're not close to it. Yes. It's just another like knock. I know. It's just a mental. Yeah. Oh, you okay. can put that in the diary. You can put the game in the diary. You hope to return, but yeah, it was just going on and on. So yeah. Hopefully now I have a bit. I can set a few more goals now with the, with the physios and the coaches. Yeah. So, but you've had. Well, you might not have had that much exposure to Dan McFarlane then. Well, I went on a, a Emerging Ireland tour with Dan um, when I was in my early twenties to Romania. And um, <laughs> what's wrong with Romania? <laughs> that, this is supposed to be lovely. You did a strange face. Did you get that face? He did. <laughs> can we edit the face out? <laughs> um, so stop telling tales, Craig. <laughs> Factually, there you did the face, not me. Uh, yeah, so that was three weeks, three games um, uh, with, with a lot of guys. So that was uh, that was really actually enjoyable, and it got on really off down. So I was delighted to hear that he that he'd signed on, especially for you know three years. Yeah, and he's made he's made a fairly decent impact with us through the season. He has, he has, and he, he he takes no crap, and it doesn't matter, you know who you are. Um, he, he treats everyone the same. If you're if you're a senior, if if you're younger, uh, it doesn't matter to him. If you're if you're playing well, you'll you'll get the jersey, and I think it's a good sort of ethos to have about the place. Does he actually treat everyone the same? Except for Rory. <laughs> Except for Rory. It's exactly the example everyone I was thinking of. But Rory. Yeah. Why? What does what does uh, Rory get preferential? Tr- like what a. <sighs> Like he a does nice what he spot wants. in the... He does what he wants. He does what he, he wants, wants, that's okay. He runs the place. He runs it. Yeah. Okay. He gets yeah. the... There's a there's a fight for every inch uh, parking spot that's, you know, uh, very close to the door. Mm-hmm. Probably probably one close to the door. The one close to the door you probably shouldn't take because it blocks the door, but that's, yeah. that's Rory's spot. That's you know, that's okay. it's almost better than, the, you know, like the player of the week spot, so... Yeah, that's bestie. And it's always it's parked funny. quite ignorantly as well, isn't <laughs> yeah. it? Oh, does he take, like, three and he's just, like... I, I would just imagine, I, I mean, I haven't seen him arrive, but I would just imagine 
he's flying around the corner, he slams on the brakes and then skids to a stop. Nice. It's just, it's, it, the way it's parked, it's like, mm. oh, that's, that's, no one else could get away with yeah. parking their car like that. In fairness, he's up so early and he's, he's a good professional. Like, he, he kind of deserves the spot. You know, he's, he's put his body... How long have you been going out with Rory for? About <laughs> two years now. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, tell me, uh, you were, we are sponsored by Guinness, obviously, yes. in the show. And, um, and as well as that, I always talk about the time that um, I defeated the All Blacks single-handedly. You yes. were there that night in Chicago. I was there playing my role as 24th man. Uh, yeah. Crucial role. Spurring the guys on. <laughs> yeah. Couldn't have done it without you. Yeah. Providing Guinness. Half time. <laughs> yeah. uh, but we met, uh, and I actually can't remember, it was like, uh, I know, like a fifth generation from Arthur Guinness or like yes. Arthur Guinness, the, I don't know, yes. sixth or seventh or something. Is this right? One of, one of us was talking to him. About, it was either... I think I was speaking to him and I told you this or you were speaking to him and you told me this. And then we all came up with the idea to play the Guinness game with him. You know the Guinness game? The golf, is, it's kind of like to the... Uh, to the Between the bottom of the harp and the top of the G, you know, you yeah. have to, to stop the line. So we ended up playing with him, right? You, you reminded me of this story in the car on the way down. Yeah, I couldn't believe that Arthur Guinness is sixth. How, do you not, how have you not heard of the Guinness game? <laughs> the sixth? Well, I said sixth. I, Let's just tell people it's sixth. I know, I don't know. I just... I think, yeah, I think when I've told the story, it's like fifth, sixth, seventh, whatever. Um, But how does this guy not know? Amateur. Amateur, yeah. (laughs) Who won? Um, Can't remember. Oh, do you know what it sounds? It sounds like numerous Guinnesses were consumed prior to the meeting. (laughs) So like, oh, we played this game. It's probably some guy. (laughs) Oh, yeah, my name is uh, Guinness. Yeah, and they're like, oh, Yeah, yeah. yeah. We made the whole thing up. (laughs) He snuck in, like, to the after match and completely lied about this persona. Yeah. 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 We've just completely believed him. Next day, we're like, did we meet Arthur Guinness last night? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Arthur. To Arthur. Anyway. (laughs) To Martha. (laughs) To Martha. Um, Anyway, so that was was some weekend, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I was like, I was delighted to be there, but it was, I would have been even nicer to have been involved. You know, I've got the plaque up in my house. Uh, it's one of those like only fifty made, and everyone signed it and stuff. You know, and yeah. it's a reminder of it. It was an amazing week. You know, when the Cubs won and everything. Um, but uh, yeah, you know what it's like being twenty fourth man. It's you're there, but you're kind of not really there. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was nice to have you anyway. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, another guy who's made a big impact for us this year has been uh, Will Addison. Yes, he's a big favorite of ours on the show. Yes, I've seen him a few times recently, and I'm I'm, I'm always starstruck. Yeah, you're in a club with Will, isn't that right? You're in a, a frozen yogurt club. Um, or is he not in it? No, I'm not. I think you've got mixed up. So yeah, maybe it, the it's not a club. It's just a it's an Instagram page. I was telling you about. Someone's made up this Instagram page. It's it's called Will Addison feeds ducks, and it's it's nobody knows who it is. There's the, the main culprits are are Jacob Stockdale and John Cooney, maybe Jordy Murphy. We think they could all be in on it, but it's kind of gathering this traction, you know, and nobody really knows who it is, but the photoshops of, of Will feeding ducks are, they're like professionally done. So whoever's doing it either knows exactly what they're doing or has like a, a person that's like professional at this sort of stuff. Um, and uh, I was chatting to Will the other day. We were, we were having lunch and, he, and he, he was like, you know, looking at me like... He rattles. He was like, you're the... You're the Instagram account, aren't you? The Will Addison feeds ducks. Because obviously I'm injured. Yeah. I've been out. You know, you could be one of the top suspects. Creative guy. A lot of time on your hands. Yeah. And uh, I was kind of taken aback. Like, I, you know, I'm absolutely... I, I wish I could Photoshop that good. But uh, <laughs> it's still going. And uh, yeah, we don't know who it is. So it's, so it's a bit of fun. So he, we um, sat down and got a coffee there last week. And he told me about this. And whenever I went away, then I went on Instagram. And I just, just got followed by Will Addison... Feedstocks, like oh, stocks. That's convenient. Exactly, Craig, Andrew, <laughs> duck feeding. That's son of a that is suspicious. No, you're no. the duck feeder. Absolutely not. <laughs> no, Will's the duck feeder. Sorry, I know. Yeah. Anyway. anyway, there's one of the pictures. It's quite funny. It's uh, it's it's Will feeding ducks with a, a child, probably two two year old, and <laughs> someone's photoshopped John Cooney's face onto this this two or three year old. Uh, I'm not sure. So um, I don't know. That could have been John sort of. Throwing, exactly, yeah, yeah, exactly. A nice bluff. Yeah. The well, other um, nice bluff that uh, may exist is also, I also got followed by um, Jacob, what is it? Jacob Beats Yogurt? Something like that, I'm not sure. <laughs> Again, I think that's something to throw. But you thought that was Jacob, though? 
I thought that could have been. I thought maybe Jake was doing the the ducks account and the, he maybe set up the yogurt account to sort of. I don't know. That's not me in the ducks yeah. account because someone's made up this yogurt account about me. <laughs> This uh, conversation has wildly I know, taken How many it. people have tuned out since we started talking about this? No, Let's get away no, from they that. love this. Oh, they really? tuned out, they fast-forwarded the rugby chat at the start. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, they're like, I want ducks and yogurts. Yeah, we've had and rugby pancakes. all weekend. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so Will, Will Addison, he, he, feeds, he feeds ducks then. Apparently so. Yeah, you know, I, uh, I set up a fake account one time. You did? Um, David Humphreys? For David Humphreys, yeah. Uh, it was called Dr. D. Humphreys MBE and uh, it went for about six months. It was a bit of a giggle. It was Twitter. It was before the Instagram days and uh, and then I got fined. Oh. I got fined a week's wages. <laughs> Which was? <laughs> not, not that much back then. <laughs> Ali, Ali, Miller, Ali Miller, there's like a, there's a parody account for her as well. Uh-huh. But the thing is with Ali Miller, um, her real account sometimes seems like a parody sometimes as well <laughs> she's just like oh Netflix hashtag mad <laughs> like yeah, yeah just, get away with being just, a parody yeah. yeah so it is gold yeah. just some of the stuff yeah. did the Leinster guys ever find out who the boring Carney Brothers was I don't think so I don't know yeah I think um, I think Fer- Fergus McFadden knew who they were because he was sending on information apparently he got oh. them caught Geordie Murphy and now Geordie Murphy's in Ulster, maybe. Yeah, yeah, he's the link. Yeah, I remember David Humphrey's interrogation technique at the time was, "It's you, isn't it?" <laughs> I just wait for someone to fold. <laughs> and you it folded. Worked. <laughs> yeah, but, you uh, failed. I failed. <laughs> yeah, so he got me. Yeah, um, uh, they were. There was all this chat, and I was loving it. You know, in the team room, I was like overhearing conversations over here. Who is D Humphrey's MBE and all? And I was like. <laughs> <laughs> it's my like my dirty little secret, and um, then at the end of the season, there's a like a like a review. You know, the players kind of give feedback on what worked and what didn't work. All this here, and David Humphreys sent uh, this email out to the squad, and people were starting to realise that it was someone in the squad because it was like little in jokes and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And um, then uh, it said something. It was like all oh, this writing, and then a link to the survey or like the. Um, review or whatever and then at the bottom it said P.S. we're very close to finding out who D. Humphreys MBE is and I went oh so I went straight on Twitter and I went let's get one thing straight you'll know when I want you to know <laughs> wow okay <laughs> yeah. so um, then obviously it was 100% confirmation that it was someone in the squad yes um, and then um, did you told anyone? I did I told I told Rory you know, like when you're like having a good time, you just want someone to share it with. Yeah, I shared it with Rory. Rory shared it with someone else. Next thing you know, I'm getting the interrogation yeah. from yeah. Humphreys. It's every, you, isn't it? Yeah, everyone has that one person. Yeah, that I just, I'm just telling you, yeah. no one else. And, and then they have one person, and then exactly, shook. exactly. So for a long time, it was just uh, me and uh, Anna at home. No, I mean it was me coming up with all the good stuff. But, yeah. but I was, t- I was running, the, running the gags by her, and she was approving them. And then I was like, I really want one of the lads to know here. So I told Rory. I think Rory told Kavy. One thing led to another and I got done. Then I got this phone call one day and it was from the um, head of HR at Ulster. And she said, um, I want to invite you in uh, for a Twitter investigation. Like a real, real formal and all. Not even a thing. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly. You're like checking your contract. <laughs> yeah. The index worst Twitter investigation. <laughs> yeah. So I had to like arrive into this appointment and it was Shane Logan and uh, the HR girl. And um, uh, they, I, I just, I was like, I was starting to get a bit flustered. I was like, this is getting a bit serious here. And I yeah. went, I was like, listen, it was just, I was only having a bit of crack. <laughs> I was like, I was injured. <laughs> you buckled like yeah, yeah. I was only having a bit of crack and then um, she goes so then she was like drawn on one of the tweets that I put out she goes well you might be having a bit of crack but you can't go around saying Callum Black is cheap as chips <laughs> <laughs> so I was like right anyway they um, they said listen you're going to get fined a week's wages and I was like that's fine as long as I get to keep my job. It was getting yeah. this, this serious. I was like, I'm going to get sacked here. I'm going to be like, that guy. As long as I can keep my account. <laughs> yeah, keep the account. Yeah. Delete the account immediately. Yeah. So, yeah, that was that. Yeah. Got done. Just a bit of fun. Yeah, it's a shame, isn't it? Um, you're, um, you're squeamish, Craig. Yes. Yeah. yeah. 
I'm real squeamish with just certain things. Like injections? Uh, or, little, or little, taking blood? Little bit injections, <laughs> more, more giving blood, getting yeah. blood taken. So, yeah. Um, yeah. you guys? <clears throat> I'm, I'm alright. Like, I had to get a little pin out of my knee and I, was, I chose local, but I watched some of it. Oh, yes. yes. That's right. And that, like, I wasn't squeamish, but I wouldn't do it again. Like, I just wanted to see what happened. And then the minute skin was pulled apart. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. He's going to be yeah. <laughs> Someone got me across the <laughs> Yeah. Um, Pat, is there any water over there? <laughs> Pat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the water. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not squeamish, but I would not do yes. that again. So, Craig, yeah. you, knew, you were very close to fainting. Yes, one time, um, if it's the story that I think you're referring to, um, we were getting drug tested up at um, University of Ulster, Jordanstown, and uh, it was urine and blood uh, this day, and Trimby and I were both chosen to do blood tests, random uh, blood samples. So I told the girl, um, I told her that I was... Uh, she, was she was very good, you know, and understanding. I told her I was real squeamish, particularly, you know, with blood, and uh, she said, no worries. I was really like, why does it go at this stage? She said, just, you know, lie down, just don't look. Trim, luckily... Trimby was beside me for support. So anyway, she was... Uh, I was holding his hand. You know the way that the blood kind of goes into that valve? Yeah. It's like an injection, and then the blood goes into the valve, which then they, they keep. Um, so she just said, don't look. And So I didn't look, and then... I, I'm at, are you allowed to swear? Pad? Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> it's a really bad word. <laughs> she said, oh, shit. Okay. So I was looking this way. She said, oh, shit. Which... Immediately, I needed to see what the oh shit was about. Instead of her playing it cool, and like, no, it's fine. She went, oh shit. I looked. The valve had broke. Apparently, it wasn't uncommon for these things to break. It had broke. The blood was coming out of my arm, out of the valve, into the, the paper dish. At which point, you know, I was I was just, like, holding on. My, my eyes were rolling in the back of my head. I just turned just to look for a familiar face, and, and Trimby was there, thankfully. Oh, sweet Trimby. And... Uh, I just, I think I reached out to him, but I missed him. He seemed like he was close, but because I was so faint, he was probably like a good like two meters away. So I reached out to like missed him, and with all I could say was, the the head physio at the time was, was uh, Gareth Robinson, also known as Gigi. So I just reached out and said, "Get Gigi." <laughs> That's all I could say. Um, then he passed out. I, I'm not sure if I fainted or not, but it was the closest I've come to fainting, or else I, I might have. I don't know. But anyway, Andrew went and got Gigi. Gigi came back, and he's like, "What?" And Gigi's like, "What, what do you want, want? <laughs> I just wanted, you know, some support. <laughs> and I didn't train for the rest of the day. And you know, I think I'm pretty sure I had to go home. So it was um, it's funny old story to look back on, but it was a tough day. Really well uh, reenacted as well. For anyone that's just on audio, yeah, you need to see the visuals. That's like <laughs> a diehard we'll make a, we'll make a clip of it. Thanks. Yeah. Can we go slow-mo? If, do yeah. we have to yeah. have the capability to do that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Definitely yeah, have the yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't <laughs> have had a better person, you know, to go through that horrible experience <laughs> with the interim base. So. Straight away, on the way to, to getting Gigi, I told all the lads, lads, you wouldn't believe what just happened. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite embarrassing. <laughs> it happens. Some of the, yeah, one of the girls doesn't, doesn't like it as well. Or even like, you know, dry needling yeah. or anything like that. And, but she'll be very matter of fact about it. She'll be like, yeah, I'm going to faint now. Yeah. And then just <laughs> faint. Yeah. 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 And she's like, I fucking told you I don't like needles. Yeah. Like, so, yeah. Yeah, so that's our Craig. Anyway, listen, that is the end of part two. Craig, you're going to stick around. Sure, yeah, if you'll have me. Yeah, yes, stick around. Because you're getting <laughs> yeah. left back in Belfast with me. Yeah. I'm not going You're my left, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to, yeah. Stick around, we'll see you in part three. Please let me stay. <laughs> you're listening to Baz and Andrew's House of Rugby on Joe, together with Guinness. Okay, welcome back to part three of the House of Rugby Rugby Roundup. Uh, a little wave to all of you. Wave. Jenny, Craig. I think I waved the wrong camera. I liked, Very I liked your wave. Very happy. I was. <laughs> Mr. <Royal laughs> Mr. Burns. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's, a bit, it's a bit creepy that sorry anyway um, that won't make any sense to you unless you're watching Instagram TV Barry's going to come back and go what is going on Instagram TV not in my day son I don't think so anyway so a little bit of a round up Ireland under 20s are on course uh, for a grand slam after beating Italy uh, two tries from Munster scrum half he's the wee hard lad isn't he um, I said didn't, I didn't catch that under 20s game but I think the, the Shannon Shannon scrum half I think yeah I think Craig so. Casey 
That's mm. the wee fella that Barry was loving. Anyway. Yeah, Barry reckoned he'd a better pass than any scrum half in Ireland. I Yeah, that would be a solid argument. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so France up next in Cork. They've already been beaten by England. Ireland are four points clear. Um, the women lost to Italy. They got a bonus point. Yeah, that's the first time. Um, that's the first time the the Italians beat the women's team, um, and it was it was a really really good game. The Italians played lovely rugby, um, and yeah, like it was. The Italians had some really good team tries, like really well worked. They're creative, and Ireland's tries were <clears throat> two lovely crossfield kicks from Nicole Fowley, um, Emer Considine strong in the air and then a really nice intercept as well but we just never really we didn't we didn't we didn't have a strong performance mm-hmm. that I know we're capable of um, our I think one of the big things was our exit strategy we looked like we didn't have one so we were playing in our in our own half when we just needed to kick the ball and play a bit of territory and we didn't do that when we were kind of ahead and then once we were behind and chasing scores, we obviously had to keep the ball and work our way out. But by that stage, it was kind of... You're chasing the game. We were chasing the game and, and we got unlucky with injuries. Michelle Claff got injured inside centre um, and things had to be shifted around. So Emer Constantine went from the wing to outside centre with Sene Neupu coming in at 12. And <clears throat> Emer, like she said herself, she's never played that centre before. So that was a big change up. Um, yeah, like I think that'd be the girls like that was a tough loss to be good at. So <laughs> is the silver lining to the cloud? Ireland women not playing that well, getting beat by Italy, struggling for injuries in the centre, and you're just about to get yourself fit. <laughs> um, Am I I'm, right? <laughs> I'm I'm still a while off, so I'm like no, I'm at, I'm at the stage like you you want the girls to do well, and but you have to say that anyway, don't you? I have to say that. I know I have to say that, but. Um, yeah, like I do. I like. How I far know, away are you actually from playing? Um, so three weeks, and hopefully three weeks I'll be running, and then after that maybe running in like yeah, okay, a line yeah. that isn't <clears throat> just like straight and slow, yeah. and then like get back and hopefully play club with um all Belvedere first. But like like our our season's coming to an end, so okay, yeah. you just kind of want to get as much game time as I can. Yeah. So maybe like do some sevens tournaments or something in the summer. Okay, which would be a horrific way of yeah. getting back into yeah, it. That's but done, like, yeah, yeah fun times. Yeah. Um. So I'm not like I'm not like I'm not really thinking that far ahead. Yeah. Just at the moment, now, I think the France game is going to be really tough there. Yeah. They are still like raging from their loss against England. They were fairly hockeyed um, um, a couple of weeks ago, so they're kind of want to bounce back from that. And as well as that home game for the girls, hopefully we'll get a new uh, record number in Donnybrook. So mm-hmm. it's going to be a tough ask to get yeah. to get a, a a win, but yeah, hopefully we'll see. And I, I imagine with the that week that we have, like I think Adam Griggs can like put a bit more. <clears throat> emphasis on what we need to do in those situations. And, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, what about um, uh, Pro 14 Rugby? Did you see any of it the weekend? Yeah, I watched um, the Munster the Munster game. Yeah. Um, it was... It, it was it was it was grand. Like um, the, uh, during Six Nations, Pro 14 is always just grand. Isn't yeah. It? It's hard to get up for it, really. Mm. It was like even... The crowd in because um, it was oh, an away game they seemed like a little bit dead. Do you know like <clears throat> was um, it, uh, it was the Ospreys, Ospreys the same place though it wasn't Liberty Stadium same place Ulster played them the week before. Um, I think no. so. I think so. Wasn't Liberty Stadium? Yeah, it's a different yeah, venue. Yeah. 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 Um, so it was a little bit dead, and then but like to be fair, Ulster, um, Ulster were really patient with their attack. They held on to the ball, and Ty Byrne had a class game. So I believe. Yeah, like. Key steal, key poaches, um, disrupted a line out that like the Ospreys would have been raging about, yeah. and then yeah, like man of the match performance after having just landed in Wales the day before, the night before, something like that after being in Ireland camp. So it's like yeah, pretty yeah. good going. He's a freak, isn't he? Yeah, he might he might get a bit of game time with Ireland. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. just obviously. I wouldn't be surprised to see him against France. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Connacht got hammered by Glasgow. That's probably looking ominous because Ulster have to go to Glasgow yep. in not a few weeks' time. Um, and that's going to be make or break for Ulster. Well, Glasgow, Edinburgh, 
uh, Leinster is going to be a tough run in for Ulster at the end of the season if Glasgow yeah. are hitting their straps as well. So then Ulster or Leinster beat the Kings easy enough, and then Ulster beats Ebra easy enough. The Ulster game was, um, I was just get the job done and get out of there. Really, wasn't much more to say about it. Anyway, um, let's move on to um, the vote for the Guinness Made of More Player of the Weekend. <laughs> Uh, the nominations were Liam Williams of Wales, England uh, open side flanker Tom Curry, or France scrum half Anton Dupont, um, or the turnover machine Pete O'Mahony. Now we've kind of uh, we've taken liberties here because this is this is a public vote, but it's it's a public vote dominated by Irish um, supporters and voters. So they've voted for Pete O'Mahony, and we've decided that that's not really appropriate. <laughs> So, um, will we do it ourselves? Will we vote ourselves, maybe? Yeah. Sure. Pete can't get this, can he? I don't think he'd... Would Liam Williams, Liam Williams, Williams class. gets my vote. Yeah, I yeah. think so. Do you want to get your car torched? Uh-huh. An angry mob waiting for you out here if you don't vote for Pete? He's already insulted the... Did you insult? Who have I, who have I insulted? Just for the record, I'm going for Pete. Sorry, Trendy. <laughs> Doesn't matter because we're getting yeah. home in the same car. If it gets torched, <laughs> you're not getting home either. You go back to Belfast <laughs> later. <laughs> yeah, I think it needs to go to Liam Williams. Listen, we don't give them anything anyway. You sound like you're just making this decision, so. Yeah, well. Would you not give it to Liam Williams? I, I would give it to Liam Williams. You're going course. Pete? Yeah. Pete. My car isn't that nice. It's Grant. Yeah. yeah. Pete probably has um, some of Paul O'Connell's teeth already anyway. And they don't get it anyway, so it's a waste of time. Okay. We should really rethink the whole award. However, if Peter Mahoney goes on Twitter being like, this is a public vote, I want my teeth. Here, that's great. That's great publicity for yeah. us. Yes. You maybe maybe this is a ploy by us. Yeah. To, oh yeah Let's nice. draw a complaint. <laughs> some, some bad publicity. Who cares? Okay. It's all the same, isn't it? Anyway, so Pete, unlucky mate. Not getting any teeth this week. So we'll move on to the Twitter questions. Ask the HOR. Um, first one is a little bit uh, rugby boring so we're going to just skip that go on to Ronan Kerry Um, watching this team feels worryingly like uh, the Rugby World Cup 2011 flat low in confidence Um, like no we're we're, like like we already mentioned earlier jumping at the worst possible conclusion it hasn't been we haven't had stellar performances in the last three games and yet we were still in a title hunt. Our 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 players that are normally, you know, like consistently eight out of ten, nine out of ten, they're they're not maybe hitting those peaks at the moment, but it's that's all right. I wouldn't I wouldn't be reading too much or worried about because we've got time. It? Like you've We're got... still the second best team in the world. Yep. And we still can win the six nations. Yep. So we're grand anyway. Yeah. Right, never mind Ronan. Um, Barry O'Sullivan, if the Six Nations coaches were actually characters from the Goonies, who would be who? Sorry, I haven't seen the Goonies. <gasps> Such a millennial. <laughs> actually, to be, I don't know um, uh, any of the characters' names, really. Just the, hey, you guys, that guy. And I mean, then, uh, that's, that's all I know. Is Chunk... Truffle Shuffle, truffle is that the shuffle, guy? Yeah, who's Truffle Shuffle? Um, we're really just trying to find out who's, who's the fattest coach in the Six Nations, yeah. isn't it, really? Mm. So this guy, Barry O'Sullivan, is just trying to get us in bother. We're not falling for it, Barry. Okay, yeah, actually, because there's today, no... There's not today, no... Barry. Not never. No. That's, our, that's our Barry in disguise. <laughs> <laughs> trying to sabotage the show. <laughs> How many questions have we answered so far? We've answered Zero none. from two. That's <laughs> Move it. on. Yeah, yeah. three trick questions. Anyway, Jeremy Kemp... Um, did you see Ross Kemp was at the England Wales game? Yeah. 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 <laughs> anyway, he's no relation. Uh, who's your guilty, or what's your guilty pleasure? Movie, song, or sweet? Craig? <clears throat> um, uh, for sweet, I would usually go for pick a mix, and that would generally be in the cinema, so kind of two birds with one stone there. Um, the movie, uh, my big Lord of the Rings. Sorry, I'm still going. Uh, yeah, no, I just think it's a bit of a cheat. <laughs> Like, yes, yes, is there a specific? Is there a specific one that you're like, yeah, I go out like in the pick a mix, or is it just? It's just it's the it is the mix okay. of the sweets. It's the mix end of the the pick a mix. Um, is this movie something we've seen, or what? something? Is this like a like an old favorite or something recent or just anything? anything? Yeah, I would say Lord of the Rings or Harry Potter. It would be something I would always put on. Um, sweets, pick a mix, song, something from Biffy Clara or Malcolm Moore. Our song? Sure. 
<laughs> Sorry, Johnny. Oh, man. There's so much sexual tension here. I'm just sitting okay. in the middle. So Get awkward. away. Yeah. You're dreamy. No, you're dreamy. Uh, okay, for me, uh, the movie's La La Land. Okay. Or, yeah. yeah. Like, fair enough, yeah. <laughs> too guilty? Uh, no, or like... too pleasant? What is it? Anna definitely said before you left, you better pick La La Land. No, that's just in my head because I watched it today. <laughs> yeah, I watched it today. I made the kids watch it. They wanted to watch um, uh, Paw Patrol, <laughs> but I made them watch La La Land instead. Anyway, that was that. Sweet, sweet for me is um, uh, is it a whole nut? I mean, there was that classic. Uh, getting contrasting reactions here. I love He's not that, happy. Cadbury's yeah. Yeah. Cadbury's whole nut yeah. is your guilty sweet. Yeah. Okay. It's too boring, is it? Come on. How old are you? I don't know. That would have been up there for me. Like, really? I'm glad I didn't go first. Yeah, that's definitely oh, like... Sorry. The whole nut is like... Yeah, yeah. it's a... It's, we're on, we're on that level, yeah, for me yeah. to be like, that's a terrible choice. I would have been no, like, oh, that's well, a lovely, lovely, brilliant, excellent decision. <laughs> that was my second choice behind Pick and Mix. <laughs> yeah, and then songs. Uh, it's our song. Oh, really? My favourite song's our song. Well, it's not called our song. <laughs> what is it then? I can't remember. <laughs> it's Many of Horror by... Do you like Baby Darrow? No. No? Okay. No. Well, it's Many of Horror. You, just, Jenny, you yeah? just crap on my whole note after and be like, yeah, it's a rubbish shit. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, do you want to tell the Baby Darrow story with the concert? Um, there's not much to it, really. It was just, <laughs> it was just early Sorry, on. It's not a story. <laughs> early on, yeah, we bumped into each other at a concert. <laughs> I don't know why he called the story. <laughs> why did you? Oh, do you mean to tell him about our baby Clara story? Yeah, yeah right. that's about that. Sorry, that's about that. the height of it, yeah. Class. That is awful. Yeah. <laughs> guilty, guilty movie. Uh, guilty. Um, like I actually, Lord of the Rings, love them and would sometimes do the binge of watching yeah. all three. I tried to do the extended Cut. Oh, it was, it was long. It was tough. Right. I actually had to take a break <clears throat> over Christmas. Um, I love, I don't even, feel, I don't feel guilty about it. I love it. Uh, Hunt for the Wilder People. Huh? I'm like, yeah, I'll keep on rewatching that. Yeah. I love that. Um, it's a pleasure. So it's good. good. Guilty pleasure. Uh, I don't know if you'd call it a guilty. Bon Iver. Oh, yeah, yeah, really like him. I don't think there's any guilt in any of your ple- pleasures. No, I'm like, I'm trying to think of what. Oh, that song. Um, they're like taking taking care of business. What is like? Oh, yeah. I'm not going to home it because <laughs> I don't want Annie. It's a final kind of, Is that it? <laughs> yeah, that's a great. Yeah, yeah. What's it? Taking care of business. Yeah. Bay to, Bay, Backman Turner Overdrive. Oh wow. That's the. You're so cultured. Uh, no, when you listen to the song, you're like, "That's not a cultured song." Oh right. But like, I love it. I thought it would yeah. be on or Bonnie Tyler, like. Turn around. Oh, that's, that's more guilty. Okay, now yeah. we're talking. Yeah, love that. Yeah, um, and then sweet, like I don't know, is this like Frere Rocher? Because oh, I feel like nice. an absolute like buying you know, the three, mm-hmm. and you're just like, oh, I feel like such a knob buying the three, yeah. but I love them. Yeah, yeah. Frere Rocher. It's such a posh sweet, isn't it? Yeah, I love it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I imagine you go to Johnny Sexton's house. And he has a butler, and there's a silver platter, and there's like a, a pyramid of Ferrero Rocher on yeah. it, because he's just so wealthy and posh. And, <laughs> and it always has to be a full pyramid. <laughs> yes, so yeah. if you take like yeah. three or four off it, they have to restart. There's a laser it. in it, like oh, it's gone <laughs> yeah. down. Yeah. yeah, and just out of badness, you take the one at the bottom, and the whole thing starts, <laughs> and the butler starts panicking. My brother, one Christmas, he, uh, you know, like the cellophane wrap, opened it. Yeah. Took a few. Tricky, tricky to. That's a oh, difficult yeah. maneuver. And he shoved like tissue paper, or whatever, back in. So the weight was completely off, but it was a two layer thing, and whatever. And then my mom gave it to a neighbour or something for Christmas. <laughs> oh. And it was as you as you saw the parcel get passed across, and you knew what was happening. You're like, I, oh no. <laughs> Yeah. It was, and it was a bad job. He botched it. Like I think he just got regular sellotape and just like, yeah, yeah. like a fence being erected yeah. on the Monday between the houses. Oh. And if he picked it up, it would it would definitely tilt as well. The weight distribution was all off. Oh, well played. Yeah. Yeah. Ruined someone's Christmas. <laughs> Nicely done. Anyway, that's all we've got time for. Thank you very much for your comments, your questions, and listening and watching us on YouTube. Remember, if you're not already subscribed, get yourself subscribed. Leave us a rating or a comment. 
leave us a positive rating or a positive comment. Uh, we appreciate your feedback as long as it's positive and you, and you love everything that we do. So anyway, a massive thank you to everybody. Craig, thanks for coming along. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks. Jenny, thanks for doing an incredible job the last couple of weeks. Thanks. I'm glad Baz is coming back, though. Baz, good luck getting your job back. Mm. <laughs> yeah. See you, Baz. Nice knowing you. <laughs> um, okay, this has been Baz and Andrews, House of Rugby on Joe, together with Guinness. Thanks for joining us. You were listening to Baz and Andrews, House of Rugby on Joe, together with Guinness. Drink responsibly. Visit drinkaware.ie for the facts.